So legend. That's what they call you in Pretoria. Legend. <laughs> no black people have really abused this name. Hey, well, legend. My positive coffee is legend. Ah, we legend. Yeah, boy. She coffee is a legend. Ah, yeah, she's a legend. Uh, we always bump into each other. Oh, this guy's always carrying a heavy bag. For no, content. Yeah, For content. Even at the gym. <laughs> we bump into each other at the gym in Melrose, in Sentin. Yes, Nagupi, Moses Mabida. Yeah. Oh, Petty Pegging. So I'm like to security. Yes, low. Sometimes, you know, like I'll, I'll bring like a few pair of sneakers. A uh, few shorts because sometimes your outfit needs to be, you know, lit in gym. So, so I think and Glenn also, would know. Yeah, because I think what he does is, if say for instance, if there's an event in Devon, mm. before he checks in at the hotel, he'll start at the gym first. That's hence the big bag. Yes. Okay, but, but why must true. he carry it around? That's a legend. Okay. Yeah, I can just put I can take that. Just like. <laughs> <laughs> I can. I can take that. <laughs> So, yeah, Legend Mangele is a prominent uh, South African producer. And, you know, we've bumped into each other and he made so many promises. Because, you know what? It's a small world. Mm. You will always bump into each other. Yes. Oh, look, Thailand, we must do what, what? We must sing it As you can see, he's a bit intimidated and very uncomfortable. No, but maybe the time is not right yet. Maybe he's, yes. But you plant the seed, Uh, right? He did not say that 10 years ago. This man is a content creator. He's just waiting for the right time. Uh, Is it? Yes. Yes. So we we plant a seed and then, you know, the universe conspires. So, legend. (laughs) He was recently honored by Screen Africa magazine for Mm. his 10-year milestone journey in the TV and film industry. Mm. Um, Another bold business move under his belt is the acquisition of Destiny and Destiny Man magazine. Now, this is the time. This is the time that you guys have been waiting for. So, it's not going to work. But you don't need it. Hey? <laughs> Welcome to the show, man. Yeah, well, Good thank to have you so you. much. Yes, I man, it. it's a small world. Here we are, we bump into each other mm. again. I'm sorry. That's what I'm going to say. I'm, I'm sorry yeah. for not living up to my promises. Don't be sorry. Just be careful. Okay, sure. Oh, Just be careful. <laughs> so, 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 Legend, please explain what you actually do at Bali. I mm. And what an average day looks like for you. Because, Sure, yeah, no. Um, so, Balida is, is, is my first company um, that is essentially a content uh, production house. Yes. And I think, yeah, that's that's basically, you know, I run that company and mm. it's birthed other companies uh, within itself. So it's got subsidiaries um, as well that it supports within now the group. So we've got a group of companies uh, under the name The Bar Group uh, and Bar Leader is just one of those. So how have you been able to create The Bar Leader? You know, I think a, a lot of it is 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 divine guidance, and then uh, to be very honest and to be a very practical uh, person around the answer, I think um, I've just sort of taken it as it comes and made decisions uh, when I'm faced with uh, making those decisions. Yeah. You know, and, and and hiring people who can really believe in the idea and add their skill 
So whilst I may not have a tertiary education, uh, I'm smart enough to know that there are smarter people out there mm. uh, that can execute and take us forward. Mm. Uh, so whilst I have the opportunity of great ideas, I don't have the opportunity of like you know bringing them to life alone. Mm. Yeah. You so you need there's people a team. around you. Yeah. Mm. There's you a just team. We're gonna like execute that vision. You just sounded like someone who once said, yeah, you go to school, I'm going to make millions, then I'll hire you. <laughs> you become my lawyer. <laughs> and we all make millions together. Absolutely. Okay, so when you launched the company, mm. right, mm. it was May 12th on your birthday, I think it was. Which year? Yeah, so, so, so essentially I think that story was, um, was that's, that's when I got hired in the industry. Okay. But the, the, the 12th of May has always been uh, special for me. It's a birthday of mine. So I think I've always tried to launch things around there. Okay. Uh, if if I'm, you know, doing a great project, I like it to be around uh, that date or that month. Uh, it's just it it just feels good. Uh, I think you're you're ready for new things at that time as well. Mm. So and I think a lot of energies around your birthday really, you know, it helps. Okay. Uh, I think the person is is much better off. Around that time, then yeah. in December somewhere. Yeah, it's like you a know. new beginning. Yeah, it's like a new yeah. beginning. Yeah. So, how did you get into production? So, I mean, I've always, I've always been uh, a creative in high school. Mm. You know, I was involved in musicals. I was involved in a lot of um, artistic, uh, creative stuff. Um, and I wanted to go to, you know, Juilliards. I wanted to go to AFTA. Couldn't afford none of them. Uh, got some scholarships, but just. There was not enough money in the house, you know. Mm. So I I then took a gap year, wanted to come to Joburg. Uh, so I saved up. I worked in retail around uh, Gateway and Pavilion in Durban. Mm. Um, and that was to save up to come up here. I only saved up 3,000 Rand. So I could only afford to live in Hilbra. Oh, um, my goodness. And I did. <laughs> um, yeah. I literally had like one month's rent. And I would walk to Urban Brew. From Hillbrow to Urban Brew to either be an audience member or to find myself like trying to figure out like let me bump into a producer, let me figure this thing out. Like I'm not gonna miss out on, you know, not being a part of the industry. So that's how I did it. But how did you, you know, know you're meant to be part of this industry though? There was Why are you pushing for it and staying in Hillbrow you know, with one month's rent? You know? And why are you struggling like this? Yes, why are you struggling like this? I genuinely didn't see it as a struggle. Yeah. Um, you know, like even when I say like, ah, I used to walk from Hilbra mm. to Randburg, it's definitely not a struggle. When it you was, look back, right? Yeah, mm. it was. Well, I mean, I mean look, when, yes. there were days where I woke up late and it was very hot. So, uh, you know, but I, I, I love, I guess, uh, being in my own mind. So those walks were great. I had music in my ears. So it wasn't, it wasn't bad. It wasn't mm. actually all bad. I just, I love the fact that I, I was chasing a dream. And I eventually got there. You and you know? knew that this is what you were supposed to be doing. Yeah, it felt right. You know, I mean, sometimes it feels like, okay, you're risking a lot of things because you walk through Durenfontein and there's like yeah. massive strikes and there's like hectic whatever. But I mean, that's part of life, right? Mm. You can't look at it as like, oh, I must go home. Um, you know, so I think knowing and bumping into uh, my favorite people that I've seen on TV, you know, I I think... The first day I bumped into Musam Tombeni uh, and Akumzi Chezile, who at the time I was very young, I was a fan of UTV. Mm. Um, and I was just like, wow, like I am bumping into kids that are doing similar work that I'd love to do. 
So this is a sign and a blessing in itself because it. they welcomed me. Mm. They 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 weren't like all oh, celebrity. They were just like, yeah, come through. Let's do whatever you want to do, you know. And twelve days in, because it wasn't a long time to be on. Twelve days in um, is when I actually got hired at Urban Brew. So it wasn't it wasn't a oh, long it time. Wasn't, it wasn't yeah. like I didn't spend ten years struggling. Yeah. So I spent like about twelve days really just pushing, you know, and trying to figure out like a conversation. You know, and I always arrive like looking really cool and mm. not looking like I just walked, you know. So, yeah, it was it was it wasn't hard. But also, yeah. legend, starting your company, you were very young. Yeah. Ne? Yeah. Um, were you not scared of that transition of being, uh, you know, a content creative maybe at 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 Urban Brew to yeah being look, your own man? Look, a lot of it is scary because you know you're as good as your last contract. A lot of it is um, our industry isn't regulated as much as you know other industries, so it is it is walking into the wilderness at some level. But if you don't do it, you're gonna suffer a, and live a different life, you know. So I've got goals and I've got certain things that I want to do. I know around the world, and I compare, I guess, my company and myself to uh, other companies around the world. You know, a, a small company. Um, somebody who's 16 years old is running a company uh, somewhere in the world and they've got a board and they started it with the board uh, so I think for me had I waited any longer I wouldn't be here you know? so tell us some of the, the, the you know some of the, the, the programs that you were featured in sure or some of the programs that you produced sure so I mean from employment stage I used to dabble a bit in live RGB mm. you know Yo TV mm. and then in um, uh, some V Entertainment stuff as well for uh, the Mnet yeah. uh, channels um, and then I I basically started um, you know my journey into my company by co-producing with um, Dineo's, uh Dineo's, Dineo's Diary, Diary. Mm. yeah Look, in the background, I had, um, you know, some assistance with, uh, you know, uh, competition, Kai FM. Um, mm. Greg Maloka was uh, a great person who made me a supplier to his company. And, you know, so I was basically juggling two clients at the same time. Um, I was lucky enough because Dineo had seen my work uh, and she wanted us to sort of work together on her season four. Um, after that, I then saw this as... I think, you know, the beginning of what reality show would be in our country in the way that I saw it. So uh, living the dream with Somizi, being Bonang. Uh, yeah, rich yeah, kids. Rich kids. Mm. Um, there, there are some that are, are coming up now. The Pisanes are going to be, um, you know, gracing the screens. I saw something about you and being in Gandla. Yes, yeah, well. yeah, yeah, yeah. Is so, there a show that's going to so come? So I'm, I'm busy workshopping that and I, I'm busy, you know, trying to figure out a story there because I think, you know, it's intriguing mm. and I think the country uh, wants to know. But Yes, you know, yes, 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 curious. But they pretend like they know. <laughs> mm, so, yeah. and then they start going to Twitter and it's, I think that's that's what I've used reality shows as, like as a as a bigger answer to the curiosity. You know, people are uh, curious about something. Let's try figure it out. You know, yeah, that's what I was going to ask you. Why reality shows? Why not like documentaries? Why? why, why? So we do those. Okay, uh, we do those. Of course, the trend is reality, and mm. you know that has a lot of legs and a lot of talkability. Mm. I mean, we've just finished uh, a brilliant documentary as. Uh, as a tribute to Udumisa and Sabenza, 
uh, who was, um, you know, the chairperson of Barlow World. Mm. It's a beautiful story. You know, it's essentially the art of being human. Somebody who grew up uh, in apartheid, uh, helped a lot of our leaders, uh, taught at, uh, you know, uh, amazing schools, uh, went to Forte, did the thing, met Abo Mandela, Abo Bandu Olomisa, taught Bandu Olomisa. You know, so I, I we do that as a company and we do mm. a lot of those. Um, and I think, you know, because our selling uh, proposition to the broadcasters is that we do reality unlike no other. Mm. You know, so that's... Yeah. Yes, so, you do. I consume all your re- reality shows and I love amazing. them. Amazing. Each and every one of them. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. So for those who've just tuned in, we're talking to Legend Mangale, TV uh, film producer and CEO of Bar Leader Group. So I'm sure... Y- I'm sure you're well aware. I mean, your latest acquisition, what's been happening all around the world with the demise of uh, newspapers and yeah. the magazines because technology has taken over. I'm sure mm. a few people must have said to you, we are Yeah, I mean... With this acquisition of uh, Destiny Man and Destiny. Yeah, I mean, no, no businessman goes in blind, you know. Um, there's a lot of research that I've done around print yes. as a whole. It's not dying. It's just drawing the pool of many platforms. And, you know, one needs to stand out when they are in that business. So is it dying? No. Is it changing? Yes. Um, and it's changing for the better because the consumer um, wants more. They want more exclusive stuff. So whilst you're online and you're consuming, I guess, what Google has churned out for you or an algorithm, I'm basically telling you that what I have here, you really can't Google. There are stories in our country that have never been archived, that have never been told. And we sit today with a 29% rate of unemployment. In this country, we need stories and content will move us into a better, into a better place, into a better day. Mm. When we know that, you know, I don't have to just be a doctor uh, I can actually be a plumber and still drive a Harley Davidson or whatever. I then can inspire or aspire to becoming a plumber. Yeah. There are those stories in our country, but we need to decentralize uh, our our business interests and we need to decentralize, I guess, uh, you know, the dreams and hopes that people have. There are many other dreams and hopes that kids can grow up to to, to wanting to be a part of, yeah. you know. I know that my industry wasn't a desirable industry when I was in high school because what you saw was, you know, artists are poor, artists die broke and all these things and creatives really don't make money. But I think contrary to popular belief, I've made some of that money and I've made some of, uh, you know, I guess some impactful moves in our country that can change that narrative. And I think had... You know, had I seen that, and I had seen that actually um, mm. in people like Zamko, see Abu Pepsi, yes. Pokani back in the day, they were quite prominent, and it really helped me sort of get gain confidence and want to be in this industry, because everywhere else in 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 in, in high school, people wanted to be lawyers. I was so nervous, mm. accountants, and I was like, I'm the only one really who really wants to go this direction. I'm gonna do it. Even the family didn't really understand like. What is that? Like, yeah, you know, and you're just like, how am I gonna say this in Zulu in a way that my mom will just say, Yo, so it, it was very difficult to explain to 
I guess, a family that also in itself was still finding itself in in this new mm. uh, country of ours where mm. opportunity mm. was, you know, available now at an equal level to yeah. everyone. Because I think what also makes it difficult is as, as someone who comes from a black family, I'm talking from experience, yeah. when I wanted to be on radio, yeah. my family was like, because <laughs> in the family, there's no DJ. Yeah. You know, it's just like you being yeah. a director. It's like, <laughs> 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 um, tola, what are you director, we are trying, yeah. it's crazy, but yeah. you know, but I guess you know, you just stick to this dream. And funny enough, that you, you know, talking about that print is not dying. And I'm thinking, I mean, social media, mm. you, you access it for free. Yeah. And I see a feature where you can actually get magazines without even yes. paying a cent, but you yeah. rely on adverts. Yes, yeah. Do you yeah. know in the future? Yes, yeah. the minute that you mentioned we're, that, I thought, yeah, maybe. We're, we're looking for, I mean, you and I share a love for clothing. Mr. Porter is yeah. an actual magazine. Yeah, it is. That actually. you, you know, content drives you to then buying a little garment for yourself at the yeah. end of that article. But essentially, content is now, I guess, more important from a what is the use of it? How can it make me better? How can I elevate from this and not just reading about someone or something? Yeah. Now it has to have a, a real use in my life, you know, because I think, you know, I'm fascinated about a lot of township entrepreneurs like mm. they make it work like you know i know a lot of people who put through their kids uh you know you have a lot of people who go to china and buy leather goods and come back and they sell, sell that that's mm. an economy on its own yeah. remember stockfell was seen as something else now banks are running stockfells themselves yeah and so that is that is the change we need to bring about in our country and in content by unearthing talent where really no one's looking you know, no one's in Santon anymore. You know, it's all the lawyers and all the banks. Real business people are at home in the backyard selling Ama Queen cake lao and what's like saying Ama Queen. You know, so those are the stories. Wow. You know, so yeah. Fantastic. Really great chatting sure. to you, man. Thank you so much for coming through to the show today. Thank you. Really appreciate that. That uh, legend, Manuela, the TV uh, film producer, the, uh, this young And GQ fella. influencer so of the year, wasn't it? 2018. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Look at you doing big I things. I mean, I don't know. Like, what was that about? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, influence of the year. It was not just about it. Ah, but more. Those guys, that's why I accept them quickly. When you were young, I was <laughs> they were very clever. Thank you so much for that. <laughs>